The following podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and major plot spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. In a Manhattan apartment, Dr. M. Tom Mordred has stood guard between our world and the dark dimensions. Now, after centuries of waiting, evil's ultimate warrior has arrived. Cabal is a demon who uses mortals to do his bidding. What difference does it make if I want this dying planet? A sorcerer is not a god. Mordred, Master of the Unknown. G'day everyone, this is BJ Mine, aka The Terrible Australian, and welcome back to the latest episode of the To Be Tuesdays podcast, the podcast where myself and my two co-hosts uh, do an audio commentary for any of the wonderful, weird, wacky, crazy, bad, or bad movies that are currently playing on this free streaming service, Tubi. Uh, with me, as always, is one of my co-hosts. Uh, Mike Batchelor. Hello, Batch. Good day, my friend. See, the difference between the Australian and the Canadian, see, we put the two O's in there. So you got the good day, and I got the good day. <laughs> just the emphasis on the good. Yes. But, but, but we Australians, we just we just want to get things done right away, so we just leave out the ud and just go to the g instead. Yeah. <laughs> see, in your intro, you forgot this is the best damn uh, 2B podcast on the internet hosted by Australians and a Canadian. Exactly, exactly. We are number one. Exactly. We have cornered the market on podcasts dedicated to Tubi. We're probably the very first. We are the Citizen Kane of Tubi-related podcasts, so I'm just putting that out there. Uh, but unfortunately, though, our third co-host, uh, Super Marcy, uh, won't be able to jo- join us today due to uh, health reasons, but uh, we hope uh, that she gets well really soon and she'll be back on the show uh, very soon, but and she'll have to because the next Tubi Tuesdays podcast that we're doing is her pick, so she'll have to come back just and torture us whatever movie she has lined One up. One would hope. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, for this one, uh, even though we are detected in the Halloween season already, uh, we're not doing a, ho- a horror movie for this episode because this is one we sort of had in the plans for a little bit now, so we figured we'll get this one done and out of the way but it does have a couple little horror elements in it mainly because it's uh uh, and also it's produced by full moon uh studios which of course is the studios behind the puppet master series and i'd say say this this is this is a horror movie if die hard is a christmas movie this is a horror movie exactly exactly so i i think this will technically be our first uh to be related uh horror movie for the podcast of this month because i think i because we have decided, the three of us, that uh, throughout October when we do the show, where all our picks are going to be horror movies. And I say uh, the weirder, the crappier, the better, I say. Horror or horrible movies, but that's one of the same. So Ex- Exactly. Uh, for this one, uh, since it's my pick for the episode, I've decided for this sh- 
episode that we would watch a movie that I've been interested in checking out for a little while, mainly because I've heard a lot of interesting things about it, and I thought it'd be a perfect one to, to watch and discuss for the show. And that, of course, is Dr. Mordred, Master of the Unknown, which is, uh, again, a Full Moon produced film that was uh, directed by Albert Band and uh, Full Moon uh, owner Charles Band and stars Jeffrey Combs in the lead role as Dr. Mordred. Nice. Now, now, Batch, before we get started, uh, yes. even though I've heard about this movie and I did watch it in prep for this one just to be sa- to see if it's good enough to be on the show, have you actually heard of Dr. Mordred prior to this uh, episode? I have seen a lot of Full Moon movies in my life, but I've not seen this one. So this is kind of a first-time watch for me. Awesome. But I, but I am a big Jeffrey Coombs fan, so. Same here. So uh, we'll definitely have a lot to discuss. And there's a lot of interesting things I can't wait to bring up uh during the episode, which I think is going to blow a lot of people's minds. So we'll get started. Now, we've got the movie up uh, uh, on both our ends. Now, now, when I watched it the other day, one of the big things with our uh, commentaries is the ads. And the ads tend to, since we're watching, even though we're watching the same movie, they tend to pop up at different times (laughs) during our copies. So our podcast does tend to be a little bit of a train wreck in that regard. So if you're one of our our listeners who likes to listen to the commentary while watching the movie, uh, you'll definitely have a lot of work cut out for you. Um, (laughs) But we'll do the best we can and we'll let all our listeners know uh, when the ads appear. But for those out there who have never listened to our commentaries before, if you you, uh, go to Tubi and uh, look up this film, and once you have it, we'll play the movie from the very start. So... Uh, once we press play, that is the moment for you, our listeners, to play the movie as well. And we'll let you know when ads appear during the movie. Like, it will happen at different times. Again, we're watching it from two separate co- uh, two separate copies, and, like, one in Australia and one in Canada. So they tend to not be quite in sync with their ads, even though they should. Uh, but we'll let you know, and then we'll let you know as well when they finish. So with that out of the way, um, <laughs> we'll get right like, to. We we should write like a canned uh, spiel we say at the beginning of the of each episode, like a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It'll make it tough to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll get right to the commentary. So we've got our copies ready. Uh, so I'll count us down from five, and then we play the movie when I say go. So. Let's get started in five, four, three, two, one, go. And there's the full moon logo. I think the probably now that I think about it, I think the very first full moon features film that I've ever seen was not Puppet Master, but Prehysteria. Really? Yeah, that was the very first one, and I wasn't aware at the time that it was a full moon film until years later. I think for me it was uh, Tranters with good old Tim Thomerson, Jack Death. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, this film stars Jeffrey Combs in the role of Dr. Baudrid, and also Yvette Nepar and a bunch of other people. And probably the only other really well-known name I can think of in this movie is, of course, Brian Thompson, a.k.a. who played... <laughs> was it Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat Annihilation? And Brian Thompson as Cabal. Exactly. 
Now we're inside uh, Dr. Mordred's uh, apartment and there's a crow. Not so, the what crow, if, crow. so right away I'm gathering this is Dollar Store Doctor Strange, right? Actually, would you believe me if I told you, Batch, that originally this movie was meant to be a Doctor Strange movie? No. It was, because based on what I have read, uh, Charles Van actually bought the rights to make a Doctor Strange movie from Marvel. Okay. And they actually had everything, and had everything ready to go. They had the script ready, the cast. Like, Jeffrey Combs was going to play Doctor Strange. They had everything ready to go, the sets and everything. But before they actually even shot a single frame... Uh, the rights expired, and they had, and they went back to Marvel. So, bitch. so what uh, Charles Band did, and based on an original idea by Charles Band, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so what Charles Band did is that um, they, he and his writer, they pretty much rewrote most of the script, changed a few things around, and changed it from Doctor Mordred, I mean, from Do- from Doctor Strange to Doctor Mordred. Mm. Charles Band owes me money. Excelsior. Oh, there's eyes in outer space. Now, this is why I'm excited for you to watch this movie, Max, because I know out of all of us here, you're probably the biggest comic book guy I know. Yeah. But you can pretty much tell us, like, anytime anything happens in this movie, like, what it's ripping off from the comics. Oh, yeah, I could probably do that. <laughs> So that should be the eye of Egamoto around his neck. <laughs> yep. Well, what would be the eyes? Like the, the, the big giant eyes he was talking to then. Like who would have that been in I the comic? I don't know. Dormammu? Dormammu? It's not my fault, yes. name that we can't pronounce. Meanwhile, in uh, Rio de Janeiro, that kind of looks like uh, the backwoods of uh, California. Yes. Hey, I'm a stereotype. Bibba da bobbity. I'm just gonna. Sh- he just shot it because he didn't like his uh, Brazilian accent. That escalated quickly. <laughs> One of the things you'll notice throughout most of this movie, especially when I re- when I watched it for the first time the other week in prep for this show. Because at least one of us has to at least watch one of the films yes. we're discussing before we can sit down and watch them, before we uh, let everyone else who hasn't seen it watch it at the same time, is that it tends to rush for its plot very quickly. I, I love they felt the need to like spray all these woodblocks. For... Yep. Slow motion. Parking. Because, yeah, that... Definitely needed to be in slow motion. Is that dog the bounty hunter? That's who I thought it was the first time I watched it too. But no, this is our villain Cabal. Okay. Played by the always awesome Brian Thompson, who I think anyone who sort of grew up in the 80s and 90s would know because, I mean, other than being the villain in in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, he was Mm. also probably the most notable role he was in in playing the villain in uh, Cobra with Sylvester Stallone. The night slasher he portrayed. He's got that sweet Brian Bosworth stone-cold haircut. I know. But you were right, it does look a bit like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, mine froze up. Oh, did it freeze? Yeah. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. Where are you? 
I'll pause mine at a certain moment, <laughs> and then right you can catch up. Right off the bat, we're uh... all right. I got mine at five ten. Uh, where's yours at? <laughs> I got mine at five oh five. Five oh six. Yep. Let me know when. Okay, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> but luckily, it wasn't an ad this time. Evidently, you didn't like my bright Bosworth joke. <laughs> yeah, the shades look like they're made out of plastic. I remember, like in the '90s, when they had like shades that just looked like they were made out of plastic. It's the Bret Hart shades. Yep. I arrived in slow motion, and I will talk in slow motion. Symbolism. <laughs> Meanwhile, and not New York City. <laughs> Another thing you're going to notice with this film, and I think this is something that Charles Band, in a way, probably was very thankful that he wrote rewrote this movie to be a completely different property from Doctor Strange, is that he adds a lot of violence and nudity to this movie. There you go. As one does. <laughs> And it's funny, though, because if you actually look up on, uh, I believe, the Doctor Strange page on Wikipedia, I believe this is actually listed as under film adaptations of it, or at least being an unofficial film adaptation of it, which is obvious, of course. And, of course, Jeffrey Combs, who's always awesome. You should have had at least a mustache or a goatee. Yeah, I, I thought so, too. Like... You would think they probably would do that, but I think, again, to make sure it didn't, like, uh, infringe on the copyright of Doctor Strange. So let's, like, not put a mustache on him at all. I'm just going to sit around here wearing my gold bathrobe. Now to put on some ACDC. Now that is a huge dog. <laughs> Can't you see I'm Pennywise? You want to flow down too? Yeah, her sort of, like, uh, makeup on her face. I know it's meant to be, like... Uh, Full cream, yeah. Yeah, but it just looks... It's just it's so badly put together. It looks like somebody just threw it in her face. Just sound around, hey, you guys want to shut the fuck up? <laughs> Trick or treat! <laughs> As you can see, I'm wearing my police uniform. Yes. That's the same thing. <laughs> well, to be fair, my hair is like really the police person of this group. I'm really shocked. At, I'm just can't stop looking at her hair. Her hair is bigger than everything else in this scene. Okay, not Carrie Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is where Carrie Russell got her inspiration for her hair. Probably, yeah. 
Morris is going to kick your ass. <laughs> and she's just walking around in this white socks. Yeah. What kind of apartment building is this anyway? I don't know. And he's just sitting there like, I just like to watch you guys. <laughs> What do you think of my gold bathrobe? I don't know where the hair begins and the bathrobe ends. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like the same color. I see. This is a bathrobe-friendly apartment building. <laughs> Everyone can walk around here in bathrobes. Well, I do in mine. <laughs> I mean, just the other day I was walking, taking the garbage down <laughs> with my bathrobe. He just, like, neuralized her just then. It's like, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm out. <laughs> I don't want a long conversation. Let's get to the action. Maybe this is where Men in Black got that idea, too. Probably. <laughs> commercial. Wait, you got a commercial? Okay, I'll pause it on my end. This, you... this is how we do it, folks. Yeah, <laughs> I paused it on from my end, so let me know when the commercial ends on yours, and then I'll put it up, and I'll continue. <laughs> this is uh, the equivalent of when kids play in the street and they yell, car! <laughs> <laughs> like I said, folks, like it, this tends to happen a lot during 2B Tuesday, so I always suggest, um, if you do watch a movie on 2B Tuesdays... Oh, we're back. Uh, okay. Hey, baby. I like your wingspan. Hmm. Which show to watch today? How big is this guy's apartment? If it's only one room, too. Is it like the TARDIS? It's like bigger on the inside? I think it might be. Records everything on VHS tapes over his porn? <laughs> he, he's basically the character from, <laughs> from Sliver. I'm just going to record everyone in the building and be a massive perv. And we're going to do an entire news story around this nothing event. Hmm, <laughs> that could be my next bathroom, platinum. Hmm. Then a bronze one. <laughs> Time to pull out my scrolls. Now, Batchett, we're both big fans of Jeffrey Combs. What would you say is one of your all-time favorite films starring Jeffrey Combs? Got to be Reanimator. That would be it for me, too. Although I will say The Frighteners is definitely a very close second. Really good one. And interestingly enough, Marcy and I did actually meet Jeffrey Combs at a convention a couple of years back. And nice. he was really nice. Sweet. It's always good, good. when like uh, you have a positive experience with uh, an actor like that. Oh, yeah. He was a very lovely bloke. And he kept telling us after the photo, he said, oh, I'm doing a uh, talk after the show. We should come and watch and give me questions. And Marcy and I didn't go to the panel afterwards because we were too busy and we felt bad about that. 
So we broke, uh, whoa, this dude's hair. <laughs> that was Shane Chi. <laughs> In the original script. <laughs> yeah. The budget Shang Chi. I'm a good detective. I'm talking with a New York accent. What are you hey, talking oh, about? Hey, oh, hey, oh. Clearly, the uh, the detective is basing his performance on Andrew Dice Clay. And I burned them. I can give you New York ac- New York accent lessons. We'll go get some fucking pizza. We'll get some hot dogs afterwards and go to the go to the ball game. I don't know what anyone in New York does. So. Take a ride on the subway. <laughs> Meanwhile, during a uh, lecture from Dr. Mordred. And his name was Herbert West. <laughs> this is why I imagine Dr. Herbert West got up to after the events of Reanimate. He just, like, learnt the dark arts and became a sorcerer. Hung out in a gold robe. Exactly. And bought a crow. that's the thing though like i've always kind of forget like even though you know based on the reanimated films and all that like he brings such manic energy to that performance that you can always forget like when he actually plays a different role he can actually play it pretty straight and just play Mm -hmm. a pretty subtle performance yep which he does in this movie a lot Mind you, I'm not the Sorcerer Supreme. No. And I'm going to go. <laughs> this movie, I think, would be way better. Like, if it was originally going to, you know, went back to being a Doctor Strange film, I think it would be... Ten times better if, like, Lou Ferrigno showed up as the Hulk and also Nicholas Hammond as Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, I could totally see Jeffrey Coombs in, like, the uh, Incredible Hulk-verse as Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, like, even sort of, like, watching this film, like, even though, well, technically, it, this film went straight to video, because I think it might have originally was made to be a theatrical film, but it ended up... It kind of looks be- like a pilot so far. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It just feels more like a pilot for a TV show. And I would actually be uh, down for a, a, yeah, a Dr. Mordred TV show. Let's hashtag it, 2020 Dr. Mordred TV show. <laughs> well, apparently from what I've read, they were going to make a sequel, but it just never materialized. Which is sad because you're depriving more Jeffrey Combs goodness in the world.
I'm reading off a telecom. Com- Compton. <laughs> Fuck, I said that wrong. <laughs> but even then, the newscaster is like very wooden right now, even more so than a regular newscaster. Yeah. Damn it, no porn on the TV tonight. Mm, I know that Benedict Cumberbatch is on this map somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm going to go talk to this guy who I started talking to, and he just mysteriously vanished in front of me while talking to him. She just got home from uh, the recording of a White Snake music video. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to look up, uh, what was her name? Yvette Nepal. I'm trying to, I know, I've recognized her from other things, but I couldn't put my name on it, but apparently, um. And of course, a- his fucking apartment has a secret. <laughs> <laughs> secret compartment. So safe to assume he owns the building, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's like, he could use magic to like make this room way bigger than the actual apartment the fact the actual apartment building. I'd like to know how much rent he plays for this place. <laughs> mm, even though this is only a seventy five minute movie, we're gonna take our time just opening shit up. Yes. In slow motion. Exactly. What I find really funny about this movie like, the costume he wears in this film is not the one that's on the cover for, like, the the cover, DVD, Blu-ray cover of the film. Yeah. It's, like, completely different. I've come to bargain. <laughs> Mordred, are you going to find me a body, or am I just going to be fly guys for the rest of the movie? Or he's Orson, and uh, Dr. Morse <laughs> is really from Orc. <laughs> yep. Nanu, Nanu. <laughs> I think if uh, Orson Welles was still alive, he would totally be the voice of this character. You know, Dr. Mordred's like a, is a very relatable character. Like all of us these days, he just hangs around in his apartment and never leaves. (laughs) This movie was ahead of its time. Exactly. Lasers. How many secret compartments does he have in this apartment? (laughs) Even the secret compartments have secret compartments. Slow motion. There's more slow motion in this movie than a Zack Snyder film. Originally, this movie was 20 minutes, and by the time they slowed everything down, it was 75. Yeah, exactly. They were probably thinking, oh, shit. Like, uh, we only have, like, 30 minutes of, like, actual footage. We need to stretch it out to a film. Let's just slow everything down and, and take our time. And why is the bookcase on fire now? <laughs> Uh, dude, dude, you gotta go back and t- put that fire out. Everybody in the apartment building is killed in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Credible negligence. 
He's supposed to be the dead hero, damn it. It's only a model. <laughs> all these skeletons are all the people who watch this movie afterwards. Shimmy mm. <laughs> never got the demonic toys, Doctor Mordred crossover. Yeah, I know, and it's weird that they, like I said, um, they never made a sequel to this because for the long. I mean, they've made sequels to everything else. There, there was like 32 Puppet Master movies. There's been 15 Evil Bong movies. Exactly, and they couldn't make like a Dr. Mordred 2. Now I want an Evil Bong Dr. Mordred crossover. Exactly. Even though I've never seen this movie, they made a sequel to Doll Man. <laughs> I, wa Ugh. I watched the film Veronica on Shudder. It was really bad. I was going to make a Showgirls joke, but... <laughs> if Vasi was here, she would, uh, she would not like that joke. <laughs> he told me I was a redhead. I was a redheaded son of a bitch. If I can see them. Not only is like there's a lot of slow motion in this movie, I guess to run out the running times, like also talk really, really slowly too. If they do make a sequel to this, that guy's got to that the guy guy's gonna be played by the actor who plays Bobby on Supernatural. <laughs> Yes. The agent's Dr. Mordred. Whoa, Dr. Mordred, you're a man? <laughs> man, this place is a shithole. Why did you give me eyes again? Take him away. <laughs> <laughs> sure I can. Don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> I should know this because I watched Interstellar. My apartment building just burned down three days ago. <laughs> Wee! I'm out! Peace! Oh no, she's wearing denim on denim. Canadian tuxedo. You can definitely tell this movie is set in the, is, was made in the 90s just based on what she's wearing right now. Although I did raid his wardrobe and took this as took this gown instead. I had to put out the fire in the library. <laughs> it's the third one this week. <laughs> his library always gets set on fire every three or four days or so. Four lasers.
Uh, it's nice to come back. Oh, shit, my library's on fire. <laughs> For three days. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I mean, I'm hot, but, you know, there's no fire. <laughs> Okay, so it's smoldery, but... I mean, there was a fire, but, you know, I had to change to put on this uh, sweater, sweater vest before I put it out. Yeah, so there. <laughs> Asshole. Well, you are very nosy, but that's beside the point. <laughs> oh, yeah, bring back my gown later. <laughs> Commercial. Oh, pause it. I'm at uh, 25.59, so let me know when you okay. come back. <laughs> oh, this is going to be... That's weird. <laughs> It's kind of weird how some movies have ads and some don't. Yeah. Depending. So, <laughs> but uh, we will get through this. But luckily, since I'm pausing it, at least uh, I'll pause it at the same time when uh, our listeners can pause it at the same time as we I can. So <laughs> every time I record this podcast, oh, back in. Okay. Let me know where you're at. Uh, twenty six minutes. Twenty six. There we go. Every time I record this bloody podcast with you guys, I want DoorDash after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same too. It's either that or HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> I think Marcy and her fiance Graham actually did start getting HelloFresh the other week. Not because of uh, the ads, but <laughs> they need to be a sponsor for the show. <laughs> exactly. I think all these ads that pop up during uh, Tubi should. Uh, Definitely be sponsors of this podcast. And also Tubi itself. That's a mystical cappuccino maker. <laughs> it makes magic coffee. Get it? <laughs> I didn't want to be... My name isn't Edgar Allan, it's Joe. <laughs> it's Matthew. <laughs> I do like the fact that uh, Dr. Borger has like a humongous giant coffee machine in his in his yeah. apartment. And where is his bed? Like, it's li that is literally his entire apartment. There's no bed anywhere. He doesn't sleep. Well, that is a good point, yeah. But evidently he does fuck because he's got the robe. That is true. This coffee's terrible. <laughs> He may be a he may be a sorcerer supreme, but he's a terrible coffee maker. What are the odds? Police person. <clears throat> Porn. <laughs> Mm 
Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> oh, well, never get to one, so. I think we're in low now. Let's have a watch this week. I see this guy with the mullet, and I'm thinking, that dude looks like Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Tell me Dollar. it doesn't look like him. Dollar Store Seth Rollins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's a little Andrew Garfield in him. This is the connected universe. Which Earth in the Spider-Verse is this one? <laughs> That's what I want to find out. This is what the events after uh, Amazing... This is what happened to uh, Peter Parker after Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now that's what I call an entrance. Anybody can use a door. <laughs> I like how he just zaps himself inside the building and it's like, but before I do, I'm just going to blow out all the windows. Slow motion crow. <laughs> Cabal. Kano. Shang Tsung. <laughs> I'm going to go into the multiverse of madness. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Like if, uh, whoa, if whoa, whoa. She said inner sanctum. That's copyright. I know. Right. I'm surprised even they were able to put that line in the in the movie. They could have been like, uh, how can we change it from inner sanctum? I know, let's change it to uh, outer sanctum. <laughs> we can't get saved for that, right? Right. Right? It's different enough. If you do, I'm going to have to raise your rent. <laughs> That's a garbage disposal. I just, like, use magic to get rid of all my rubbish and send it to another dimension. Just like what I'm going to do to you later. <laughs> I just like how they open up the box and the crystals at like literally two seconds later just start glowing. Is that blue meth? Yep. Uh, we got all the, I see that you got all the shipment from Walter White. Fucking Jersey. We're going to smoke a lot of crack right now. I suppose in the front. <laughs> There's too much talk of West Wing right now. Yeah, man. 
Just tell me what to do, dog. I bet, uh, come on. <laughs> Don't mind me, I'm just going to take my shirt off. And she's naked. Like, totally naked. <sighs> what do you want me to do, Master? I want you to lie there, and I will make love to you. The Brian Thompson way. <laughs> oh, but you will be. How's it possible that his boobs are actually bigger than hers? <laughs> They're, like, literally sticky out. He's got implants. Yeah. And I bought the steroids. <laughs> and that's the thing I sort of noticed the first time I watched this movie. Yeah. It's like just random shit just happens. Yeah. And it's never brought up ever again. It's almost as like it, this movie might have been actually longer and they just cut out a lot of stuff. I can, I can still see Charles Band behind this movie. It's like, okay, guys, we're going to stretch the running time, so do this sex thing really slowly. Well, whatever gets you off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're just going to have lots of footage of going around his entire apartment. Well, that's why he doesn't have a bed. He just sits, uh, he sleeps sitting up. Exactly. Well, I've slept for five minutes. It's time to get on the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. It's at least 8 a.m. Hey, that was my ex-wife. I think it's an NBA ring. Mm-hmm. I think this movie needs more WWE wrestlers. Most movies, trying, need, most movies need more WWE wrestlers. I'm just trying to think, who would be the perfect wrestler, at least around this time when this movie was made in uh, 92-93, would be in this movie? Probably The Undertaker. Was it, um, I'd say, I'd say Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper should have been, Roddy Piper should have been Cabal. Oh my gosh, yes. That would have been amazing. Let me just, uh, stab myself in the chest here, and, uh. I'm just gonna stab myself with with this plastic see-through knife. (laughs) 
I know Harpo can feel like being stabbed, your heart's being stabbed with a knife, but this is ridiculous. The Raven's like, dude, that was fucking awesome, man. Okay, I just got to add with mine. <laughs> okay, I'll pause. Okay, okay. Uh, should be back. I'm okay. at 3620. 36, I'll be back there in a second. Okay, I'm almost back. I'll let you know where I'm at. 3620, right now. Just gonna keep stabbing himself at. Stop stabbing yourself. Stop stabbing yourself. Hello. <laughs> Figured you'd have some kind of like barriers to stop like bad guys just teleporting into his house. Yeah, I know. It's always meant to be like a powerful sorcerer. It's like, hmm, maybe you should have like better security around your apartment. It also grew my long mullet in that time. Okay, like, again, with, um, if we're going back to the Doctor Strange comic books, who do you yeah. think um, would be, I guess, the com Cabal's comic book equivalent in the Doctor Strange books? Um, probably um, maybe Mordrew? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, too. Yeah. But I just think it's fascinating, that, like, the fact that they almost did make a Doctor Strange movie and they, it just, they lost the rights, like, literally before they started shooting. And yeah. they were, like, usually most productions would be like, oh, well, we're going to shut down completely and not make the movie. But Charles Band's like, fuck it, let's make the movie anyway, but just change a whole bunch of stuff around. So it's slightly different from Doctor Strange. Baron Mordo, that's who it was. That's who he should have been. <laughs> see him as Baron Mordo. Yeah. Because he pretty much establishes, at least in this movie, that not only do these two know each other, that they were, like, prop, like, like were friends at some point. Yeah, I was getting Mordo and Mordrew confused, because Mordrew's a Dr. Fate villain. Hmm. We want skip some of your bathrooms. It's skip the dishes. Your Chinese food's here. <laughs> Luckily, uh, Dr. Borgia was able to change his outfits while he was getting rested. I've been in my apartment for three years. <laughs> <laughs> We deleted that scene. See, that's what I mean. Like, it's like they brought. She's like, "Oh yeah, I see you do him the help," and I'm like, "When did this scene happen? Was it cut from the movie? Where is this dead body?" <laughs> I sent you to him to help the investigate. Yeah, well, you sent me there to arrest him. <laughs> Yeah, there is a lot of plot holes in this movie. <laughs> 
There's going to be a Harry Potter movie in it in years. It's going to be huge. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I kind of just now, since I just now want to see Charles Band versions of Marvel characters. Where did this guy's like, glasses come from? I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like, things just magically appear. Uh, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> or just come out of nowhere. It is hilarious. He wants to be Dog the Bounty Hunter. But my glasses say otherwise. If you're really a fucking magician, how do you get yourself out of those goddamn cuffs? <laughs> I got my cousin Angelo and my other cousin Mario and my other cousin Luigi. They're both plumbers from Brooklyn. You got my cousin Vinny. <laughs> Until I figure out what's going on with this movie. <laughs> and he's like, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's like, yeah, he's looked throughout that scene and was like, I just want to bitch slap this cop. <laughs> he could just teleport himself out of there. You've <laughs> 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 seen him do it at least three times in this movie already. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his neuralizer powers, so why not just use him on the cop? Yeah. And I'm putting on my Jodie Foster voice. I can get through to it. Glasses, the movie. Actually, maybe that's what they should have done with Dr. Bordrian. Like, since Dr. Strange has, you know, he's either his goatee or his mustache, and that since they couldn't do that for the character, they should have just put glasses on him instead. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you go do that while I still try to get this cup of coffee. Oh. (laughs) 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 The coffee machine was literally pissing over. Commercial. Oh, I'll pause it. Car. I'm at 42.39. Okay. Yeah. He's got an ad for Harvey's on DoorDash. It's so weird that so far it seems like... That's a quick uh, one. (laughs) Okay, what number? I'm at 42.39. So am I. Okay. It's so weird that all the ads are happening on your copy, but not on mine. Yeah. So weird. Do you need me to call Matt Murdock? I mean, Michael (laughs) McShane? (laughs) (laughs) They should have just got dead the the Daredevil character from uh Doctor ah, It's magic. <laughs> now that is a cool trick. I mean, I mean they probably were already open anyway. But... <laughs> and clearly there's no security camera in this room. Yeah. I gotta go star in the next reanimator movie. I'm going to be on Deep Space Nine in a few years. 
But I just realized it, just like every other cop's, fucking useless. <laughs> so far, the real villains of this whole movie are the cops and not the boss. Yeah, pretty much. Pardon me. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm <laughs> Dr. Strat. I'll be Modred. <laughs> that should have been like a funny gag. Every time he's, everyone asks him, like, Doctor's Strat, you and Modred. Yes. <laughs> Why can't we call you by that name? Copyright. And I lost all my hair on top of my head. Well, it's because it's made out of plastic, dude. <laughs> it's made out of chocolate. <laughs> this is my E.T. impression. Load home. You're getting very sleepy. Now I want you to wear this cloth. I'm going to disappear. Alakazam! <laughs> that would be sort of like if I was doing a parody of this movie I'd be like all the magic tricks or like all the kind of the really like kid friendly ones like the the, the detached fun and stuff like yes. that this makes me a powerful wizard meanwhile, scarf. meanwhile back when uh, Mordred and Cabal were kids in Kung Lung now, we can't use that name it's uh, Lung Kong <laughs> That's completely Kung different. Lao. That's Kung Lao. That's where they're at. Vice, and they did staring competitions. One got a Sega Genesis, one got a Nintendo. <laughs> and that's how the console wars really began. And the other one decided to throw his hair into a mullet. The other one went to the woods and found Playboys and changed his life forever. <laughs> so he this he the so Cabal decided he wanted to take over the world by just burning a book. There's a lot of book burning in this movie. <laughs> I gotta say, uh Cabal, I think he uh yep, he's definitely a book burner. Yep. And that was really Mordred over all this time, who was the evil one. That would have been a, that would actually have been a nice twist if uh, Mordred was the one that burned the book. Yep. I don't know why they get. I don't know why they gag up on poor Ryan Thompson. It's not his fault that his character's got mullet. Okay, Ryan Thompson, you're going to have to star in Mortal Kombat Annihilation now. This movie got a sequel. <laughs> Trump became president. I can see it in the future now. 
<laughs> See, he's basically like uh, <gasps> magic. <laughs> oh, he just dropped that cloth. <laughs> Maybe. No, well, no, you're just a bit dim. <laughs> it's made out of chocolate. I'm hungry. Dude, you have the power to neuralize people. Why not use that instead? It's totally the neuralizer. <laughs> Little diver, I just walk out of here, but you know, why do it the easy way? His name was Dr. Squid, I think he was called. He's a big green guy that got stronger as he got angrier. We call him the bulk. <laughs> yeah, now, <clears throat> now that we talk about this, I really honestly think Charles Bad should have just done a knockoff Marvel Cinematic Universe now. You should just do it with the Asylum now. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the Asylum kind of did that with the um, with fairy tale characters, like their Avengers Grimm movies. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure we're going to get to that one eventually on the I show. Think we will. I think we'll go that. We're going to have to because I'm gonna always been curious. We have to cover an Asylum movie at some point for this podcast. We're going to cover them all. That's a whole sister show to this show. <laughs> I like how this dude is like still his henchman despite the fact that uh, Cabal like literally murdered his girlfriend. And got her naked first. Exactly. He's probably in the background just watching it. He's Denny. He just likes to watch you guys. Oh my gosh, that dust is going down the back of my shirt! <laughs> it's that blue meth? <laughs> His eyebrows are huge. They look like caterpillars. I love they felt the need to have the upside-down crucifix in the background. <laughs> This to show how even more evil I am. Some of these, get some reds, and get some blues. Okay, Andrew Garfield, this is how I'll get you to become Spider-Man. I want what he's having. <laughs> This was this is how Andrew Garfield reacted after the reviews for Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out. He's drinking like four rock stars before the scene. Exactly. Uh, I just felt like making a malt cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> it's yep. like it just blows up the car. Gotta love when the the police cars are full of C4. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure that would not happen in real life. And if it does explode, I'm pretty sure it would take a while to to do that. And this cop looks like Bruce Greenwood. 
I want to be arrested. I just kind of realized that at least um, most of this movie, we're either at uh, Mordred's apartment or the police station. We're not anywhere else. It's one or the other. Yep. These or are the Cabal. only two locations they could afford. Or Cabal's apartment. Exactly. Now, that's going to be the next uh, full moon picture. Yeah, man. I like how the, he's basically saying, like, Cabal's going to get all you guys and the cops, even though they've heard, like Mordred say, a lot about Cabal. They're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. No coincidence. This guy's a wackadoo. Because we're New Yorkers. We don't know what anyone's talking about. Yeah, finally made that shake. It's his diet. It's all protein, man. <laughs> I'm actually on one of those kind of diets at the moment, too. The shake diet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it's on Neutralize. That's the setting it's on. You get them from the whole shopping network for fifty nine ninety five. So good. <laughs> Doesn't like sip it down. It's like wow, wow. I like before they actually freeze. They have to like go in slow motion first before they literally freeze. It's a nice touch. Mm. Now we're in that office, and now we're going to go out to another, take him to another office. Why didn't he do that 20 minutes ago? Exactly. I mean, Mordred, I know you're, although he does the, uh, the trick again with the handcuffs, like, I know he, like, can get out of the handcuffs, so he could have got out of this whole situation <laughs> much quicker. Yeah, he's totally going to get five, or at least yeah. get a promotion. <laughs> for I'm firing. Promotion, yeah. yeah. This is totally obviously not downtown LA. Where did he get a gun? <laughs> <laughs> the doy gun. Ah, the old I pointed gun at a chicken and your gun gets hot trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just keep walking. Not even go after him. No. Yeah. We're going to arrest you for making bad career choices, Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah, by the way, my gun just went, like, totally yellow and then burnt my hand. Stock footage of New York. Meanwhile, in uh, Southern California. <laughs> Which is totally in New York. That's my favorite thing, like, watching a film. It's like, with this, like, oh, it's set somewhere like New York, LA, whatever, and it's obviously not shot in those places. I can imagine it being the same for you back to when uh, someone, like, if something's being shot in Chicago or New York and it's actually uh, Canada. And you see the CN Tower in the background. <laughs> yes. 
And I need to get and I need to go back to my apartment and get my costume. Fly, eh? I'll have to ring up my good friend Steel Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll do this after my 15-minute nap. We couldn't do this at my apartment? <laughs> hey, now. Anything I say, eh? <laughs> Whips and chains, but later. We gotta get to get moving. But first, it's nap time. I do like the fact that Cabal, like, he he just want, walks around just carrying that big suitcase. Mm. My mother always said life was like a, a box of magic potions. <laughs> Say what? The old lady's like, oh, great, I had to be sit next to the weirdo. Well, we searched his entire body and we found so much to crack up his ass. <laughs> what the hell? Stop him. Worst police no. station ever. <laughs> no, I don't want to be an amazing Spider-Man free. I love how, like, he ran the exact same way as Mordred did initially. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my homage to Forrest Gump. Let's keep moving. Oh, snap. I just dropped my Kool-Aid. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Conjures up the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh yeah. Some bad blue screen. <laughs> I was gonna say. Even that kid there's got even worse mallet than Brian Thompson. Wouldn't be a full moon movie without some stop motion coming up. Exactly. Probably the same stop motion. It's just basically the same molds that they use for the dinosaurs in prehysteria. Probably. <laughs> even though it's like one o'clock in the afternoon, we got to close up everything. Yeah, they're shooting a full moon picture here. We got to move out of here. It's a knockoff of Night of the Museum. <laughs> this movie is way ahead of its time. I can finally cut my hair. Business up front, sorcery in the back. <laughs> you know, you gotta just lift the lid up. <laughs> Would have been much easier. 
blows up an entire glass case and no security comes running in. Now to pick up this giant piece of plastic. And walk very slowly so we can extend the running time. And some of the foam falls off. And... (laughs) Best acting ever of lifting something that's probably not even heavy at all. Okay, everyone, on today's episode of Cooking with Cabal, we're going to be teaching you how to make a, a linguine salad. No, we don't. We have, we're not being commanded by you. You're a dick. Command yourself. Ah, we're almost getting out. It's probably the ghoulies. Probably. <laughs> or the demonic toys. Exactly. Could be subspecies. It could be See, Radu from it could be Radu from subspecies. <laughs> See, they should have just like if they made a sequel, they could have just brought the, all those characters in the sequel and have Doctor Mordred fight them all. We need full moon endgame. Exactly. I'm surprised that Full Moon hasn't done something. I mean, they have done crossovers with a lot of their films, but they haven't done anything that equivalent. I mean, what really, what's Tim Thomerson doing right now? <laughs> exactly. Say, Cabal, what do you think of my onesie? I'm wearing my MC Hammer pants. <laughs> Whee! Wait, I did that to you earlier. You can't do that to me. Brian Thompson has a really good voice. I'm just going to say, because he's like a very deep, commanding voice. Yeah. So that's probably why he's like always been cast as like the villain in a lot of stuff. Hmm. Damn it, I was going to buy all these things in that case afterwards, but now they're all broken. Here we go. Time for some stop motion action. It's uh, uh it's it's uh, uh it's uh, it's a skeleton of a dinosaur. Yeah. The dinosaur. It took us twenty minutes to receive that to come in here, but we're finally here. Look how they're just shooting at. Shooting just the bones. Seven balls out of a six bullet gun. <laughs> and, and the skeleton T Rex is roaring at him. You don't have vocal cords, dude. It's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doctor Wardrobe. I'm starting to think isn't that good of a superhero. He's like. Oh. Like, he leaves his apartment when his cat's on fire, and he lets security people die when he could be saving them. Takes a nap in the middle of the park. Exactly. And makes other people do his dirty work. Like, literally, he's just watching Cabal do all this. He could stop him right now. Any minute. 
I'm just waiting for the right opportunity. You know, he could just run out of the room and the dinosaur can't follow him. <laughs> exactly. Or DoorDash, one or the other. Jazz hands! <laughs> and now a Primal Rage, the movie. Yes. I would totally be down for a Primal Rage movie if they ever made it. Okay, he at least saved one security guy. Yes. <laughs> so he's getting better. And we only have enough, only have only a small amount of budget for the stop motion. Ah, we're. Yeehaw. I may be, may be in space, but I have a laser gun. I just want to be watching the T-Rex versus Macedon fight right now. I do actually miss um, stop motion in movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, CGI is, can, be, is, can be great and all, but there's something um, just uh, classical about stop motion in a film. Nah. Not yet. They haven't got out of the door yet. Hello. So basically, he just like used his powers just to slightly open up their cage just a little bit more. Didn't see that coming. (laughs) Well, that was easy. (laughs) No! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking sound effects. They're back in the cage, but I'm going to shoot at them anyway. That's the most underwhelming ending ever. Did you know? Did you really do it? Do you realize how long it took to build those freaking dinosaurs again? (laughs) Well, my work here is done. But you didn't do anything. <laughs> didn't I? I'm out. <laughs> oh, I gotta get out of here before I before they ask me to clean up this mess. How did he know where he was? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick him to the balls. Oh. There you go. (laughs) Orson? Well, not really, but, you know, at least you, you get at least a C plus for effort.
She's probably thinking, oh no, he's uh he can hear voices. This is weird. He's creepy now. Poochie has to go back to his home planet now. <laughs> yes. He died on the way back to his home planet. That's why there was no sequel. <laughs> that kind of has to suck. Like, now that he's sort of acknowledged that, like, you know, he's been found out, he has to, like, leave this realm now. Mm-hmm. Just walk away. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, look over there so I can disappear. Magic! <laughs> well, this is quite an elaborate way just to get out of get having a date, dude. <laughs> it took us at least... It took us two days, but we finally got the Southern California to the arrest you. To arrest again, you. How would he know where the hell they are? <laughs> exactly. My knee! That was my favorite knee. Damn, that knee only had one day left till retirement. Pretty much, that's the movie. Exactly. I can't listen to your New York accent any longer. Rita, I'll take you down to the comic shop and buy you an issue of Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in stock footage of uh, Paris. No, wait, it's still New York, sorry. <laughs> Well, I guess now Dr. Mordred's gone. This is my apartment now. Mm. You have to be a really lonely person, though. The only person you're hanging out with on New Year's Eve is a crow. (laughs) Pretty much. Well, at least he has, like, 30 TVs. He can watch all the different ball drops from around the world. Exactly. You're back. Well, I came back for my clothes, but that's besides the point. Why are you in my apartment? I'm going to vanish again. I just came for my gold robe. I must make you into Rachel McAdams. Not this movie, a different and better movie. Smile awkwardly, Ed, the Ed. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So, yes, that was uh, Dr. Mordred. (laughs) Oh, Walt the Slayer. That's what popped up on my screen. Yeah, same here. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so, Batch, what did you think of... Doctor, I mean, Doctor, Mo- <laughs> not Doctor Strange, Doctor Mordred, damn it. Doctor Strange is a great movie. Like this one, not so much, but uh, <laughs> typical full moon movie. 
got yeah, some I, emotions, I, got some titties, got some overacting, got some underacting. <laughs> but I think it's interesting to kind of like watch like an early version of Doctor Strange. I mean, yeah, they changed a lot of stuff, so it wouldn't technically be a Doctor Strange movie. But I think it's interesting to kind of see like if this movie was like still ended up being a Doctor Strange movie, what that version of the story could have been like, like from the early 90s. Yeah, it's got potential. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely didn't make a good movie regardless, but it was at least interesting on that regard anyway. But I think uh, I think we pretty much established, like, if they took out all the slow motion <laughs> and just characters just randomly doing, like, stuff in between scenes, <laughs> this movie probably would have only been 30 minutes long, but I think, and would have just been a pilot for a TV show. But I digress. But, uh, but I hope all of our listeners enjoyed uh, this latest episode of uh, the To Be Tuesdays podcast. This was a lot of fun to do, as always. And uh, luckily, we didn't have that many ads yep. for once. And for it once. seemed like mainly from <laughs> your copy of the movie and not mine, which is bizarre. Um, but, Batch, where can people find you on the internet this week? Uh, this week, you can always find me over at uh, Web Tales, the Spider-Man podcast, uh, available on all podcast formats where we highlight... Uh, recap the entire classic uh, amazing run of Amazing Spider-Man from the very beginning to present day. Uh, also, follow me on my uh, social media at uh, Multiverse5, that's Multiverse F-I-V-E, on the Twitter and the Instagram. Awesome. Uh, if people want to find everything uh, the Super Network related, you can all find everything over at supermarcy.com, but you can also find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash sm underscore supernetwork. And also you can find us at our face, our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash the super network. And from there, you can also join our official Facebook group at the super network, Facebook <laughs> at facebook.com slash the super network. And oh, sorry, that, um, sorry. Uh, yeah. So you can find our group page on uh, the official Facebook page of the super network. And then we, just send us uh, an, uh, an invite to join and we'll let you in in our little group. And it's always a lot of fun there. Uh, also, you can email us at thesupernetworksm at gmail.com. But uh, for for anything in particular, but uh, if, but if you have hate mail, directly send it to me. <laughs> uh, so from uh, at the email account. And also, you can find, even though Marcy's not here with us, you can find Marcy at her Twitter page at super at twitter.com slash supermarcy. And also you can find me at Twitter at twitter.com slash bjamine or my personal writers page at facebook.com slash terrible And also you can find all my writings as well over at the super uh, at supermarcy.com and also my column horror down under over at the screencast. And finally, you can also, uh, uh, sign up and subscribe to us over at our Patreon at patreon.com slash the super network at as low as $2 a month. You'll be able to access some pretty awesome content, including uh, early access to all of our episodes on all of our podcasts and any additional um, uh, backing. You'll get other pretty awesome exclusives as well, including picking the topics for future episodes as well as even joining us for an episode and other cool stuff and we're only just a couple of uh 
patrons a way of reaching our first major goal on the page, which is which I will which will be an exclusive Patreon video of myself in my best Nicholas doing my best Nicholas Cage impression while wearing my <laughs> Nicholas Cage jumpsuit while reading Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. So if you want to see that video, sign up to our Patreon. So, um, yeah, so that's the end of our latest episode of the 2B Tuesdays. We'll be back very soon for a new episode in which we'll be covering Marcy's pick. Again, we don't know what that uh, film's going to be, so this will definitely be uh, a surprise for us when we get to the next episode. And we'll see you all later, and have a great Tuesday. See you, everyone. Bye.